0: Let's talk N.O.T.
1: <laughs> Alright. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's get fucked. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs>
2: right? It's always a little girl dressed in white with black hair and you can't see her face. Ah, all this dumb <laughs> shit. I'm over it, man. I'm over it. I want to be scared by something else. They oh. woke it up. Yeah, he woke it up. Just stop, stop waking it up. Go back to sleep. She'd be perfect for that. Cause she would. He, he would. They. they I don't. Think <laughs>
0: they, they would. would. Yes. That, they would. <sighs> yeah. They would.
3: They'd be perfect for that. You're rude. You're not in fast. Serious. families <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're in the real world, come on. Yeah, like Saturday Night Live skit. Just please, for the love of God, don't make Vin Diesel fucking Kratos. I will not, I I can't, dude. shitty voice again because i'm just once again getting over one of those stupid fucking allergy it's
0: covid covid
2: swine flu whatever's going around again so please excuse me for that i do apologize in advance uh we are doing an extra special episode today
0: wait a minute who's we oh you didn't even introduce me you piece of shit i didn't
2: think i had to oh, but hey everybody fucker. calls nope. with me as always nope. for some fucking reason
0: I was going to say, you know, it's my uh, favorite th- excuse to get drunk with my friend, but you know what? Eat shit, guy. Fuck off.
2: See, I was going to introduce our special guest, and then you, of course. I'm sorry,
0: but, like, I'm the extra special.
2: <laughs> he likes to jump the gun, folks. So, anyway, we are talking mental health for this episode, and we've got two special guests with us. Kelsey.
3: Hi.
2: And Megan. Hi. They are our guests today, and they will be including all of their wealth and knowledge of this topic. So, Carl, are you ready to do this? Mm-hmm. I, haven't, oh. I haven't taken my antidepressants. I do want to say real quick, we did have a previous episode that was supposed to come out before this, but we got so drunk that I accidentally fucked that episode up, so the file was corrupt. I do apologize for that. There's been a bit of a gap between episodes, but we did put out a drunken episode, and we've got plenty more of those to come. So I'm
0: so, fucking, I'm so pissed off. It was such a that.
2: good episode, too. You know, you guys really missed out of, <sighs> of everyone. It's just insane. <laughs> uh, so let's get into this, all right? So we're talking mental health. <clears throat> Everybody, especially in this day and age, we've all got problems. There's a lot going on in the world.
0: Uh, problem feels problematic
2: yeah there's just there's so much going on there's so much to think about and there's a, a lot of unknown going out in the world today you know there's wars possibly coming all this ukraine bullshit you know people are it's like their minds are splitting in half um it's very unfortunate a lot of people take their own life because of mental health a lot of people just lose their way and don't even realize that they're suffering from mental health It's a serious issue. That's what we're here to talk about. That's going to be the episode. So, Kelsey, you have a profession, I want to say, in this this line of work. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to start off with or anything you'd like to say? Do you have any fruitful knowledge you'd like to give us about mental issues or... Well, you're
0: going to school for...
3: Psychology.
4: Your
0: major psychology?
3: Yes. Okay.
0: So, like, even an education... (laughs)
4: on this so yeah kind of what I want to like do for the rest of my
2: life (laughs) no that's good because people need the help Mm
4: -hmm.
2: what do you think is the biggest issue the biggest I guess the biggest problem with mental health these days is it people aren't getting the help and resources they need is it availability of people that can offer that kind of help what do you think is the biggest struggle today with mental health mental illness
4: right now it's definitely that there's not enough resources available for people to get help. Okay. If you try to get a therapist right now, the wait list is months and months long and people don't have that much time to just get worse. They need help now and we don't have the resources to help them right now.
2: Okay, so there's a waiting list for that. Does cost play into effect with that?
4: Oh, definitely. I mean, Especially a lot of college kids, if they're not on their parents' insurance, it of course. they don't have a way to get the resources they need. It's going to cost them money that they don't have.
0: Okay. And that's going to be a real stressful point in your fucking life. I hated school when I was a kid. <laughs> I could imagine being a fucking adult, yeah. trying to do this shit on my own and try to go to school again. Um, There's oh, no yeah. fucking way.
4: That's exactly what I did, and I... <laughs> really bonded with my therapist
2: during that time and you know it's not 1950 anymore obviously there's a lot of stress in today's society so okay so we're looking at cost availability i didn't really know how much of a problem that was with availability i always foresee like there's tons of therapists out there but people that don't actually want to seek the help is that not true
4: no um
2: like statistically
4: with like a lot of things covid messed everything up
2: okay like how
4: there are never enough teachers or nurses or doctors everybody is short-staffed
1: so are therapists
2: wow holy shit Mm -hmm. okay
1: and i would feel like they'd probably be the first ones to go like could you imagine taking in multiple clients a day and all of their issues and like having to absorb and process that yourself Mm -hmm. and then not only that but like reach out and give them help multiple times a day you know like I go to therapy and I you know I'm a huge advocate for it I feel like even if you're like the most mentally stable person like you should be going to a therapist every four to six weeks just to like check in with yourself because you just you know you you could think that you have help uh healthy coping mechanisms but you know you don't and so I think that therapy is you know a godsend you know um just in that way and so I feel like what Kelsey said, COVID ruined a lot of things, and I feel like maybe therapists were like the first ones to go, like the first ones to be affected. Um, I feel like when we were in the thick of COVID, like picture summer twenty twenty, um, where like nothing was open, you know, you had you know you couldn't touch your love, you know they you know six feet apart, you couldn't touch your loved one, you couldn't celebrate holidays, you couldn't do anything. You know, without people being down your throat saying, no, you can't do that because COVID. And it's like, right. well, some people thrive off of being with their loved ones and, you know, hugging their loved ones. And they couldn't do that. And, you know, everything was digitalized and computerized, you know, like do Zoom meetings instead of being, you know, face to face with people and things yeah. like that. And And I think that, and like even therapy sessions went, you know. In Zoom calls and things like that instead of being, you know, so personalized and face-to-face and you're in the same room and you can feel each other's energy and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that was the first to go. And just with COVID, you know, like, again, think of 2020 and just the fear behind it. That that fear enough is, en- like, is enough to scare someone and really weigh down on their mental health. In mm. in my opinion, and I think, oh, yeah. and I really do think COVID. I mean, mental health was obviously a big thing before COVID, before twenty twenty. But sure. I think COVID really made it worse. It really
3: speak. brought it to life,
0: yeah, because yeah. we were isolated. Oh and, and yeah. No matter how much shit people want to talk, like me and him do about how we fucking hate everybody. Yeah. We're still communal creatures. That's right. Just, that's Ooh. how this works. Right. And the isolation will just fuck you up. That's really? why. That's why. uh Solitary confinement in prisons are mm-hmm. things that they're trying to they're trying to move away from them because you can never rehabilitate the person you've locked in there by themselves right. with their own fucking thoughts for two years at a time. Mm-hmm. I Feel like that's that would gonna make things worse. worse. It's gonna drive everybody nuts. <laughs>
2: huh.
1: Even for like a day. Could you okay. imagine just doing it for a day, being in solid dark with your own thoughts for twenty four hours? I'd go no nuts. Things. I hate
0: being alone as it
2: yeah. is.
3: it
1: would
0: drive me nope. fucking crazy. No, nope. I could do that. <laughs>
1: could, but you know what I mean? For day. But I mean like yeah. you know but what like,
0: I mean? Like against my will just yeah. cuz like one guy tried to steal my footing. Like I still <laughs> fucking understand. Yeah. yeah. But then um That's fair. the uh looking for therapy through COVID and doing the telehealth things and stuff like that. I think that was great because that opened the fact like hey, I think it's okay I've never done it, but like I don't really my therapist always seems like he's disappointed in me. So uh, I'm sorry, psychiatrist. Um, he's always seems like he's disappointed to me. So I feel like in person and over the phone wouldn't really change anything. But then I have noticed there's a lot of um, apps. I don't know if it's apps or websites or pl- places I've seen. There's like, oh yeah, call us and we'll give you an know, easy way to get anxiety medication and stuff like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. And like I, I would like to think that's in like good spirits because obviously. <laughs> Maybe there's some people that feel the way I feel that like everyone should be okay, but then I feel like it's like a uh, it might be a fucking scam or something along those lines. So it makes me nervous. And like the I, I think I've sent you the picture of like the oh yeah you got mental health and leaner problems. Fucking text this number that, yes. that was stuck on the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. Oh that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like I like the I part of the idea. Like yeah. Like you need, you feel like you need like antidepressants. Great, love it. But like also, by the way, we really know what this is for here. Hims and hers. Have you seen those those ads? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. medications. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> <sighs> I feel nervous. You're talking about like the blue chew shit. Yeah.
1: Do you take Do you take medication?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. If I I I, I uh, took a break by accident, not by choice. Um, I forgot about it, <laughs> and then didn't refill anything. And there's one day I was sitting here playing games and your sister was sitting next to me and I am like, fucking sitting there and I just like lose my shit and about just snap my fucking laptop in half. And I was like, I put my laptop down, I went in, got my fucking wallet and my pants and I went to the pharmacy and got my shit. <laughs> and I came back and I sat back down. And I'm like, is that how I am when I'm not medicated? She goes, yes. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? It was something stupid. I was getting angry at a video game, and my brain just fucking exploded. Damn, that was me yesterday.
1: (laughs) I was on medication for a little bit, and I feel like I'm, like, kind of the minority because it made me feel nothing. I mean, it worked so well that I felt nothing, Mm
3: -hmm. if that makes any
1: sense. Mm -hmm. And, like, and it's not like I wouldn't show any emotion or anything like that like I would just be so numb to the world around me that like I couldn't process any of my emotions and I consider myself a very emotional person and consider (laughs) okay sorry I am a very emotional person Megan how long have I known you (laughs) and um you know like one of my goals in life is to just kind of live with the emotions that I have Mm -hmm. and be able to communicate them and process them how I need to in order to survive. And I can't do that if I'm completely numb to them. Right. So I think, you know, medication is a great thing. You know, if people need it to survive, then you need it to survive and there's no shame in that. But I need to feel my emotions.
2: Hmm. That makes sense. You
1: know
4: how those commercials the antidepressant commercials are like, this might actually really help you or make you feel much, much worse. And then and then, and then
0: and then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, here's this additive you can also put on your fucking antidepressant that can make you feel really good. Yeah. Or, or... And I'm like, okay, but if I was already feeling that way, I do I really think the antidepressant booster is really going to do it for me? Right.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like exactly you're gonna, what that was. You're going to feel really good or want to kill yourself. Yes. There is no... There's no, no gray. No. Black or white, there's no gray. <laughs> Roll the fucking dice,
4: figure it
3: out.
0: <laughs> I just picture a little sad rain cloud.
3: Oh god.
0: No, and 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 I and I always I think that you should at least try. You shouldn't be pushing medications, but I think you should at least try if a professional tells you like, hey, like right. this may make you feel better, or help take the, you know, the edge off the shit sandwich. Like you should just Give it a shot. You can always say no. You can always stop. Right. But, like, uh, I honestly think that my antidepressant doesn't mean anything anymore. My mood stabilizer is the one that really is doing the best fucking work. Because, like, as long as I'm not peeking at the fucking uber ends of everything, I'm succeeding as being a human. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know? So, like, I think that's really what's what's working the best for me. I'm going to be crazy, but at least I'm not, like, trying to punch people. Hmm. I've done that a few times at a Dollar General. <laughs> this long hair can't cover up my neck. That's <laughs> not capable.
2: Fair enough. I feel like everything starts with like... I think most people just need like a basic conversation with somebody else. Like healing comes from other people in most cases. As long as you have somebody that's in common with you and you can talk to somebody and reach out, that's really... For most people, maybe that's really all they need. In in more, I guess, more extreme cases, medication will come down the wire. Because
0: like, because there's you can. Like Megan, she wants to be able to experience her emotions, but yeah. be able to digest them how she needs to. Right. And that works for her, but um, my brain has a chemical imbalance, <laughs> so I need the chemicals in there to balance myself out. I Megan see. Megan doesn't need that. I see.
1: And it took me a while to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I was on medicine for a year before I realized, like, I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I'm a, an emotional person. And in order for me to process those and live with them, I have to be able to feel them in mm-hmm. order to do that. And I think, med- and you know, medicine is so great. Mm-hmm. I think modern science is absolutely phenomenal. But you just kind of have to figure out what works best for you. And if that works best for you, then that's what you got to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's crazy how somebody could determine that for for another person and not being in their shoes and not being able to see inside their mind. You know what I mean? It's just crazy to me.
1: Yeah. Like, I think medicine is all trial and error, you know? Okay. Like, one antidepressant isn't going to work for everybody. Right. You know? right there's a million of them. Right. There's a ton of them, and so you've got to find the one that works best for you. You know, maybe... You know one completely shuts you down but one only halfway completely shut you know shuts you down so you don't have to live as a numb human being
3: yes
1: <laughs> but I mean I only have <laughs> my <I> actually work <laughs> right I mean you just have find to, you just have to figure it out I feel like that's how it is for all medicine you know think of someone who's like chronically ill you know the first mm. medicine that a doctor's you know that they're gonna diet or uh, prescribe is probably isn't going to work like you're gonna have to like figure it out and it's going to take a while but again modern medicine is so incredible that eventually you will find your medicine that does work for you
0: mm-hmm. my psychiatrist all the time he's like how are you feeling on your meds do you want to do this do you want to do something like this and i'm like man before this i took ibuprofen i have no fucking idea what any he says words Names of shit. And I'm like, I have no fucking idea what that is. (laughs) Can you write that down so I can Google it when I leave? Because I have no idea. (laughs) No idea. Well, since we've already dove into this. Now, a real big issue is, uh, that everyone's talking about. I don't know if they want to talk about it. But people saying that addiction is a mental health issue. Okay. Um... Because that it is a, you're self-medicating with a substance of some sort. Okay. Um, instead of going down the correct path, you're using alcohol, crack, you know? Like, I mean, right. heroin and stuff like that. Like, like weed, anything, anything that's going to make you feel better and you're using it. Because um, then that ties into, like, everyone wonders why there's so many fucking homeless people that are drug addicts. Um, it's because something isn't right and they've been trying to cover it up for so long that now they're where they're at. And I think that's really a big fucking issue that no one likes to look at, like, think about. Like, my brother, he's been fucking crushing his fucking Adderall pills and snorting them when he was 13 because his mom didn't want to deal with him. She just pumped him full of drugs and sent him on his way. He's locked up again for fucking fentanyl. Ooh. Last time I saw him he didn't even like he looked at me and didn't even recognize me. Like not even Holy completely shit. glassed over. Yeah. That's insane.
2: No, there's so many vices too. Everybody has everybody has at least one. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Smoking, drinking, fucking anything. People say you could be addicted to video games, like mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, yeah. How do you cure something like that? How do you even determine that you are addicted to something like that? I mean, it's easy to s- determine somebody's addicted to drugs because obviously they're laying on the floor, fucking spinning circles, and fucking. No, I no.
0: I mean, it's it's it is the fact of like waking up and having to smoke a cigarette in the morning. Ooh, it. You know, I have to wake up and drink a beer in the morning. Mm -hmm. Having to wake up and smoke a bowl you know anything along those lines it's because you you get to the point where like you're so tired of feeling your fucking feelings and you don't know what else to do and you try something and all of a sudden you don't have to fucking feel those feelings so then you just keep going and going but with you know if we're gonna go down the road of say heroin everyone, I've heard it a million times The first time is the best and the rest of the time is just trying to get back to that so if you already have something that's you're struggling with Mm -hmm. and going down that road to try to numb it and then chase the numbing feeling it's just a fucking spiral that's why we have this fucking fentanyl epidemic because like it's just heroin even fucking better. <laughs> Jeez. So you know, it takes it. You know, it takes this fucking much to kill you. So like, I don't know. Ooh. It's a uh, it's a shitty thing that we choose to ignore. We're more willing to talk about how people that shoot up schools have mental illness, but not talk about people that actually really have problems that we could help on an everyday basis. But we choose to incarcerate them because they're using the drugs. Yeah, I'm sorry. Using drugs shouldn't be illegal. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. Providing the the drugs that seems like it would be illegal to me, because I mean, you can't you can't blame the crackhead for smoking crack because they're addicted to crack. They physically cannot stop doing it.
2: It all starts with the dealer.
0: It, it, all, it, it all starts with the fact that we completely give not gave a single fuck about these people and let them spiral into their own fucking hell and continue on like this, and then we'll disincarcerate them because we found a fucking $5 worth of crack on them.
2: Yeah, that doesn't help. That just makes it worse. This is just like um,
0: soldiers coming back from fucking Vietnam and have um, having opi- opiate addictions because they were doing mm. opium in fucking Vietnam with their undiagnosed PTSD because they'd be walking through the fucking forest in the middle of the night and then their friends start dying around them because someone's shooting from the fucking trees. They get, they all got fucked up on all whatever they could get. They came back and then it just became a fucking nightmare. It's the big a time wave of
2: fucking, oh mm-hmm. my god, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And because no one gave a shit about them and that's disgusting.
2: That is disgusting. There, need, there should be a better way.
0: We know we just to deal with that. We just use up kids. Yeah. <laughs> military industrial complex, chews up kids, spits them the fuck out, and then doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah. And then everyone wants to talk shit about how terrible the VA is. The VA is doing the best they fucking can with what, the, whatever, they want to give them. Right. We should be focusing more on the people. It, it shouldn't be a problem. The VA should be the miraculous spectacle of the best healthcare system in the entire world if we want to talk shit about how much, how great our government is. That should be the pinnacle of fucking healthcare,
1: and it's... For the military. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Do you you support the military?
0: Um, I, okay, I support the people that have served. Okay. Because it's not their choice of what they have to do sometimes you're fucked sometimes you're that's the reason they go and they try to recruit kids that are poor or from inner cities or don't have much like okay we'll give you a college education mm-hmm. i don't believe in the wars that we have been fighting for a long time because i think it's dog shit i'm so, there we shouldn't have been in 20 years in the middle east
1: it's a whole different podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I know. It is. I know. But be. the people that are coming back and having to deal with what happened
1: are not the same people we send over there.
0: No, and 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 that's the problem. Yeah. That 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 should be the biggest issue right there. Is like what the fuck's going on over there right. that we're bringing these guys back and then we just like let them free into the world. Right. We ruined them. We need to fix them.
1: Right. Right.
0: I just I just don't agree with up top, what happens? So when I say I hate the military, I hate these people. Right. The yeah. ones calling the shots, not yeah. the people that have actually suffered Start, through it. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, yeah.
2: Do you have anything to weigh in on that, Kelsey? That sort of leans into, I wouldn't say your, your career field, but I feel like you might have some things you want to add on to that.
4: I mean... <laughs> jacob just spoke for like eight minutes barely <laughs> took a breath
2: i just thought i'd open the floor <laughs> to you because i know that's what you're studying and ultimately getting into right regarding military and
4: uh yeah um good memory on you i don't anyways
0: <laughs> we've been talking about for like a week
4: you too have? two
0: weeks two weeks since we started talking about doing this
4: Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got to prepare excited. for show. Oh, that's cute. We got to prepare for the
2: show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: this, is, this is a whole deal. Yeah. You're just showing up to talk. This is a whole, whole setups and fucking all sorts of things.
3: Scripts? No, and it's... I'm bullshitting my way through this And it's something here.
1: that needs to be talked about. Like, I don't think mental health is talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I think people sometimes will be like, I have this issue, and they're, like, scared and ashamed. Of themselves, it's like, what's wrong with me? Like, what? How? Like, why? Why is this happening to me? Why does this person seem so great, and I'm, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: not doing what like? And I just think the more we talk about it, the more we come out with it and the open and say, like, hey, I have this wrong with me. Maybe the next person will be like, I also have that wrong with mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah, you know, that's
2: so. the whole premise of this oh, yeah. episode. Why we wanted to do this so badly. We lost one of our best friends. He committed suicide because I feel like he was trapped in a place like that. Yeah. He had issues, he had problems, and he was scared to to tell us about it and live up to it and tell anybody and just ask for help. Right. We always it it's hard to get into but like yeah, he is. put himself in that box and it ultimately led to the end of him and it affected us all. And that's why we wanted to do this episode you know,
0: to get it out there and talk about it. Have and All of us have the floor. Just like, shit, we started talking about this months ago. Oh, yeah. And then only ended up getting serious, what, two weeks ago?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as soon as he told me he wanted to come on and do it, I'm like, dude, perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> this, this is the perfect podcast to do it on. Let's Talk Not <laughs> at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Also, if you guys want to email us, Let us know what you think about mental health.
4: Your email address is a Yahoo
3: account.
0: It is a Yahoo account. So is your sister's. Okay. So don't even. Okay. Know that's that. old. that's,
3: that's yeah. old. Wait, Hang on. I just want to preface that I you. have a Gmail. <laughs> See,
0: everybody has that. Shit.
1: I have a Gmail. We wanted to be different. I can't I'm believe her. Caitlin has <laughs> a
4: Yahoo. That's slightly embarrassing. For her. It really is. Honestly. I'm
0: sorry, baby. I love you so much. I didn't. know Caitlin,
1: you were the best sister ever. <laughs> but oh my, really God. Ever my God, get a Gmail account.
0: <laughs> um. Did you want to um?
1: Wait. I want to touch
4: on something larger. Yeah. Of course. Um, So, you said about your friend, felt like trapped in this box, and I think men specifically feel like mental health, they can't be affected by it. And it's not the case at all, because society has this thing that men should be strong, stoic in their emotions, shouldn't let it out, shouldn't be seen, and that's not the case at all. Men deserve to have the same amount of support as women and I feel like a lot of men need to learn that. And it would be so much better for everybody, like fathers, sons, to be able to show emotion to each other. Yeah. It would just affect so many
1: people and make things so much easier.
2: Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I have a
1: question. Where do you think that stems from? Like, where, like, why do you think men can't come out with their emotions, their feelings, you know admit that they are struggling where do you think that stems from like like why do you think men are more like that than women
4: um generational
2: yeah that was kind of the setting for like what 60s and 70s i was gonna
0: say silent generation started instilling a lot of that a lot of like (laughs) um women or children are emotional but men are not because we gotta go up and get you know Bring food to the table and all sorts of things. (laughs) Be
1: labeled a provider. Yeah, and then like you know you
0: can't be you can't be sad about nothing. You gotta feed
1: your kids. A provider and a protector. (laughs) Like
0: and like yeah, I do gotta feed my kids, but like sometimes I'll be sad. You know, like (laughs) I can't I can't help it, and I just think it's just just started, just passed down like you said through like generational trauma, and then you get to like millennials um um just like man fuck this like i'm tired of this this bullshit and then that's i feel like that's where you start start to see a lot of the change is like older millennials raising their kids differently to be like hey like you know it's okay to feel your fucking feelings i tell these guys all the time like it's okay like you can't talk to me when you're crying though but like i i get it dog (laughs) i get it (laughs)
2: Maybe a lot of that is instinct too, because like I always go back to the old days, hunter gatherers. There really wasn't much else. You had the men out there doing whatever the fuck, chopping wood, hunting, gathering.
0: But I still couldn't have their feelings.
2: I mean, I think they could. They couldn't. Be but today's society has made it to where it's like a now it's open, but like maybe in the '60s and '70s it was more awkward.
0: Uh, no, I believe you know it, I, I mean? believe it was a fear of being called gay. At this point in time, probably if you look look at the the, like the time frame is like, oh yeah, you don't you know, you're gay because you got your your ear pierced on (laughs) one side. You know, or like you know, like oh you cried when your dad died. You fucking you know, like just social awkward. Yeah, like like stop that. Like oh oh you cried when your kid was born. Pussy, like throw a pair. Yeah, Yeah. and it's it's shit like that, you know. That's like, no, man, I'm fucking sad. Eat my shit. I don't. Uh, I'm going to tell you how you fucking feel. And I'm going to feel it.
2: I understand all that. And I feel like, even though I understand that, yeah, I've always kind of let up my emotions. But also at the same time, I've always felt like, as a man, I don't have to be like tough and whatever. But I feel like in groups of people, sometimes the man or whoever, whoever's just mentally sound, has to be the stronger person. You know, to be be there for everybody else, mm. like you're the wall that's there to protect your friend group, your family group, whatever it is. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't believe that that it has anything to do with uh, if you're a man or a woman. Or I don't think so either. They or are them. I've, I've I've met some I pretty strong really. womans. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. No. You can you can still be strong. I think you can still be strong for people and still also feel your emotions. Yeah it's just it's it's hard to do both um because it's like a it's like a tightrope i feel like I'm trying to balance it because like you want to try to be strong to show like everyone and, like it's okay like i get it i get it i get it but then when you're ignoring yours you're you're listening to everyone else's feelings and then it piles on so then when you oh. do have a chance it's a fucking nightmare
3: oh.
4: Um. Sorry, I did not mean to raise my hand like that. <laughs> That's fine. We're in class. <laughs> um, so people who see themselves as like the wall who has to protect other people. When that happens, that wall is getting like slowly chipped away. It starts getting cracks into it. So if the people around you care about the wall, they should be supporting the wall and not letting it crack.
3: Hmm.
2: That makes sense yeah the
4: protector deserves to be protected too that mm-hmm. makes
2: sense only people can help people right mm-hmm. i've always believed in that i don't know i'll never forget drug. I, don't <laughs> I mean really that's all you have i, mean, don't have I would other. never oh god yes yes no everybody Only...
4: needs some kind of support system it's mm-hmm. incredibly important mm-hmm. yeah
2: i can't go out to the woods and talk to a bunch of fucking squirrels and raccoons they're not going to help me it's going to take other people man it's the right <laughs> drugs, you can <laughs> but the, like, <laughs> mushrooms if i'm on it's, mushrooms it's, it's, i can but like people got to help
0: people oh Let's disclaimer if you are on ssris those tag the same <laughs> spots in your brain as mushrooms do, so if you're taking them, you won't feel the effects of mushrooms. So just oh. just a general disclaimer here on that one, just so <clears> nice.
4: in case any of our friends at home need them. <laughs> just
0: just maybe if they know, you know, save them the the cost.
2: <laughs> very interesting, very good stuff. Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to throw on the table while we're at it, or else do we want to just move on to the next? Oh yeah, go ahead. Open it. <laughs> open yet? Yeah. But it's just all t- we I, do is crack beers. And I
3: beer told balls. her to open it. Oh, Maybe yeah. talk about?
2: Thank you
4: for your...
3: being
0: ooh, so. Ooh, oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I got. I got one pit stop. Since we're all in the age group, um, social media's influence on mental health. How do you uh, feel about that? That's what I'm
2: go gonna for <laughs> <jump> <laughs> us oh, I I <laughs> go for days. I literally
1: go for days. Right now, I'm in a social media like hiatus cleans, whatever you mm-hmm. call it. Dude, that's I haven't exactly
3: been exactly I haven't been on
1: social media for um since February first.
2: Okay. Um, like and that's including so we'll just go down the line. Oh sorry. So Facebook. I'm
1: just off of so the only social media that I really I'm not a big like social media I mean I am, I like social media, I like keeping up with you know oh, everyone around me. Shit. <laughs> Literally. Um so Facebook and Instagram are the like, are my two big culprits i still have okay. tiktok i don't can i don't really consider that social media because i'm not a big person on it neither do I've, i i've posted two tiktoks they got less than a thousand views so i don't really care <laughs> i haven't posted
0: any tiktoks you and know then, i don't even it.
1: post like uh comments i don't nope nope, nope. Yeah. i'm
0: just
4: watching watch like yeah them watch. well yeah
1: <laughs> and um i still have snapchat and the only reason i do is because um be my friends she lost right my trick. friends around me You know, they have their own lives and I, you know, it's hard to keep up with that many people in a day and, you know, my friend's sending pictures of her babies, you know, that's, you know, every day and...
2: Dick pics, you know,
1: all that stuff. Oh, yeah, all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: what he sends me. I blocked him on just Snapchat and he keeps making (laughs) Um, new.
1: So, (laughs) I think Snapchat is another, you know, way that I can get like little blips in my friends' lives, Mm -hmm. um, you know, without having to call them every day or have a full-blown conversation because, frankly, I just don't have time for that right. as much as I want to have time for every single friend that I have. I don't
0: even know if it's the, like, actual time, the mental time to Literally,
1: Yeah, so, yeah, fun. like, my like, mental capacity is very small. Like, and... I, love you,
0: I love you guys. I love you guys so much, but, like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> this is a Thursday. Eat shit. I'll get to you when I get to you.
1: And so I think just seeing little... You know, one minute blips in my friends' lives is, you know, is a good way to just keep up with them. Anyway, so those are the two social medias that I have. And the ones that I'm not that on right sense. now are Facebook and um, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, okay. so I haven't been on them since February 1st. And to be honest nice. with you, I don't know if I'm going to go back.
0: I, I deactivated my Facebook Yeah. two years ago. I
1: don't know if I'm going to go back. Yeah. Um, and if I do, I might just keep it a very close friends and family. Like 20 people. Again, That's it's a good way to just... Post pictures of Just my son, up. or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to keep and up. And so I might do that, but I'm having a good time being off of it right now. So. Yeah, I, Just I have a, my life with other things.
0: My life hasn't changed
1: not yeah. being
2: on Facebook. I think it's so. been like six years for me. Yeah, for Facebook, break Facebook. Break man. Breaks. I I am never going back. And I don't care. <laughs> you know, I think
1: social media can be a really great thing. Um, you know, keeping people connected if it's
2: utilized correctly. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, I think again. I, be a great thing but i also think it can be incredibly depressing as well very
2: damaging to people yeah yeah. Yeah. especially from just fucking strangers
1: right right
0: anonymous fucking posters
2: like you walk the streets and any asshole come up to you and be like oh yeah you're an ugly piece of shit how often is that gonna happen you get on fucking facebook or whatever the fuck you got a thousand people like hey you're an ugly motherfucker like I don't even want to put myself in a position for somebody to say some shit like that to me.
0: You do it. just so many You do it bi weekly We're not fuck gonna fuck to talk about talk? Twitter Gosh. Right now. Okay, no, you get you've <laughs> you've been blocked off Twitter like more than I can count to. You're fucking on a podcast putting your ass all over the fucking internet. True. By fucking weekly and you're gonna fucking tell me oh each. shit.
2: I get into fights with people on Twitter because there's a lot of assholes out there. We don't see eye to eye, and that's fine. So we have an that understanding. Just
0: attack. them.
2: But that's what it all comes down to, right? There's so much attacking from all sides. Like,
0: it's not good. He goes there looking for trouble. I do, and then be like, won't lie. "Can you believe what they said to me?" <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell them the right thing.
2: That is true. Like do <laughs> go looking
0: for fights. He started with, hey, you piece of shit. And I'm
1: like, ooh, no. yeah. Well, the first step is so <laughs> you, got, exactly. you got step number one. So you're doing yeah. great. So good. Like, if I had Facebook, I'd be
2: harassed all the time. So <laughs> people would
0: find me easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. I wanted to shout out um, the email we got. I don't remember their name. Oh, shit.
2: Uh, it was like, you fucking people. Osusu something at Gmail. They said that they. Oh my god, I gotta pull this. It, it was basically that they like the podcast. They can't wait to see us grow, um, and that they're enjoying it. And that they the like that we're they like that we're real. And we talk about all kinds of different subjects. So yeah, that was great. Thank you for that. We appreciate that email. Keep them coming. Uh, Let's talk. Not at Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. Com. Thank you. And that's <laughs> not N A U G H T. I just have to say because people don't.
0: Yeah. Um, and then if you have anything you don't like, I have that. Yes. If there is something that I have said that you don't like, send your hate mail yes. to Carl's Corner. Yep. Carl's Corner LTN at gmail.com. Yep. Gmail.com.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause Yahoo, that's wild. Oh, I dude, can't you believe. Who still has Yahoo? Dude, you gonna, I gonna
0: can't. use Net Zero next? Or like, or like, um,
1: Fuck it. having a Hotmail account?
3: <laughs> hey, don't you even
0: start on Hotmail. AOL, still- AOL. <laughs> Let's talk not AOL.com. <laughs> no,
1: thank Fuck
2: you. It. What a chat with this line.
1: <laughs> Please. A Gmail
4: account. I'm <laughs> serious. I'm begging you. How can you expect people to take you seriously with a Yahoo account?
1: Could you imagine <clears> on <throat> someone's resume it says their first and
0: last name at Yahoo.com? <laughs> uh-uh. I... Were you fucking 75?
1: Seriously? <laughs> I, smoke I, like it,
4: you I swear to
1: God. <laughs> I
2: put it on Yahoo because Let's Talk Who Not for some reason is taken on Gmail.
1: Okay. Could you add, add the some num- numbers?
2: <laughs> I don't want to. No, numbers are tacky. Man, I ain't doing that. What? Yahoo! Let's talk not Yahoo. What Michael. about an ex
1: was born in the 80s. I was. 88.
0: Wow, I'm that old. feels... I'm wow. glad you remembered that. I'm so proud
1: of wow, you. Wow, I'm glad someone I'm older. is older than me. Yeah. The last yeah. decade. I'm,
3: I'm the, the oldest one old
2: here. Somebody is. has to be the wise one here. <laughs> Fuck.
4: And hey. that's you?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Just the older. Alright.
0: So anyway... this I feel like this is affecting his mental health. Yeah,
2: I'm very attacked right now, people. Please help me.
0: I have to to (laughs) deal with him five days a week.
1: We work together. I have to deal with him. Oh, you got the job? Yeah. So proud of you. Me
0: too. I started (laughs) (laughs) my day. economy sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah.
1: Wait, you got a new job? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: It's pretty cool.
2: What am I doing? I don't know what the fuck you're doing. So, yeah. Social media... Does anybody else have anything to weigh in on social media? The effects of social media, mental health, social media? Because I have some stuff to say, but I want to keep the floor open. Say say
4: your stuff.
2: So, I know there's a thing that's been going around with these fucking filters. And apparently that's affecting a lot of people mentally. The filter? So, there's filters that can make you not really look like yourself. But... It's like a filter that's so well done and the AI is so good that, like, it'll give you, like, these nice pretty lips and you can even put your hand up to your face and it still keeps the image. It's like, Mm -hmm. apparently people are just, like, living into these filters so bad that when the filter's off and then they post a photo of them actual self on the internet, people are like, oh, what the fuck? That's, That's not you. What the fuck? These filters, blah, blah, blah. You're actually ugly. Like, I think that shit is really fucked up. And I don't think that those filters are very healthy I think back when They were silly and you could tell Like it was like a fake filter Maybe that was okay because it's more for fun But like there's people that Really buy into that Filter and they think they actually look Like that for some fucking reason And then you got the negative fucking assholes On the other end of it like oh what the fuck You need that filter blah 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 It's just a fucked up Conundrum of just bullshit and i feel bad for a lot of these people you know what i'm saying
1: i think one thing that people forget about social media is that it's literally just a high, a highlight reel like you are only seeing a few minutes in this in this person's day yeah. and maybe in that few minutes everything looks perfect but outside of it the rest of it spouse is yeah.
0: right after that photo was taken right people's life
1: <laughs> right like in you know no i mean no one has a perfect life no one does no one's marriage is perfect no one has perfect perfect relationships no one i mean like no one's kids with their relationship is perfect kids are running around making messes your house isn't perfect nothing your car i don't care like none of it's perfect you're only just seeing you know few minutes into this person's life and they just happen to post it and they get millions of likes on it and you know i can kind of see why someone would be like Oh, like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? And it's like, you need to realize, like, you you're know. only seeing a couple minutes of a day. Yep. Outside of that, you know, couple minutes. They're just minutes, like you. Yeah, they're just like you and they're having a hard, they're probably having a hard time with something because everybody is.
2: And I hate those people that put on a facade like, oh, yeah, look at my life. It's so perfect. I got all these cars and all these followers and blah, blah, blah. Oh, do
1: influencers.
0: Yeah. Do, do you even better?
1: Oh, don't even give me Starland influencers. influencers. There's
0: a woman that acts like she's poor, like living in like a house with like a wooden stove. Like a wood burning stove, right? Or like and where she cooks her food at is like an old, like very, very Wait, old. I think I've seen this. It's fucking a four thousand dollar stove and she acts like she's living out here, a little wait, hang little on. house on the prairie. No,
1: it literally looks like a little house on the prairie.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. That stove is four thousand dollars And she has
1: like nine hundred kids running around. Yes. Okay, wait, it's probably the same
3: person.
0: Yeah. yeah. Is mean, the like stove green? Yeah. Well I don't know if it's green, well, but, like, but like I see it every It's once like in a while. The where she's per- where she's making her food, it's always like right here. Yeah, the walls right yeah. here, and the stoves right here. Is it a window? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably the same a yeah. Four thousand dollar fucking stove.
1: It's like and she's like, no oh way. look at me, like I'm a little housewife. And it looks like I'm. It looks like literally <laughs> on the little husband. Like her kids are running around and everything's wood. Yeah, it's crazy. Four thousand
0: dollar stove, but acting like she's poor.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think I, I think I'm. Is think she acting t- like she's poor, or is it like? An aesthetic, no, I feel like it's an ex, I feel like it's an aesthetic, in my opinion.
0: But the what, what, but like the, when she's cooking, and doing things, she's making it seem like, like it, oh she Lord, is. can I have she, another shilling? Like, she is making
1: it seem like it is straight up Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, she has like six kids running around and you're not having six kids on Little House on the Prairie. salary. that's all I'm going yes. to say. <laughs>
3: not anymore, you
1: know. It's the good old days we
0: you could shit out nine kids and still feed them. You know? Right,
1: I mean, but I feel like the reason people are shitting out nine kids is because they were helping out on the farm.
0: Oh, yeah, no, definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. like, that's why they were having so many kids. Mm. Now, day and age, no one wants kids, and then people are like, oh, my God,
3: you don't want kids?
1: And as a mother, I'm like, I get it. <laughs> you don't want kids. No, I understand why someone wouldn't want kids. Oh, Because yeah. I have a child. And I'm like, yeah.
3: I
0: don't want any more kids. <laughs> I that, that enough.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> thought of having kids actually like makes me physically
4: ill. That's great. I'm glad to hear that.
0: <laughs> now, that's not condescending. I don't that know is... if mom
1: would like it, but... That's know, fine.
3: Mom has, <laughs> oh. it...
1: how, how many for... Mom has four grandkids, oh
4: she's fine. Yeah, yeah, I
3: thought she's you were going to say
4: four kids, and I'm like, are you forgetting? Stuff? No, four grandkids. Yes, that's enough. And she's Kelsey, fine. you
0: raised yourself.
2: Every <laughs> Ever, we can always edit and delete anything. And oh, yeah. god. <laughs> uh,
4: keep it. I, have, I have, shit <laughs> have shit to say.
0: You have shit to say? Let's hear it. Say. Right now. Let's talk. This nine, is Steve. not
4: mental health.
0: Oh, this is not mental oh. health? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, Wait, will I it, can turn it wait, into it.
4: Will, will it. it
0: help your mental health?
4: I can shift it into a mental health problem. I can
3: do it. Alright, us go to Kelsey's
2: make Corner. <laughs> Here's a little segment. Let's talk about it. Wait,
1: five. Kelsey's Corner? The corner starts with a K. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Kelsey! <laughs> exactly.
1: You have your own
4: little show. Kelsey's Corner. I love that. Can somebody make me a graphic right now? <laughs> uh,
2: uh, I need the computer to do it. So I'll do it later. I'm
4: expecting that graphic, okay? Okay. <laughs>
2: Be Kelsey's corner conundrum with the, three Ks. Okay. Yes!
0: <laughs> oh, uh, that, has, that has to be Wait. the uh, the episode thumbnail. Oh no! Kelsey's um, conundrum corner. Forget that.
2: The let's, three Ks. <laughs> let's uh, let's scrap that idea. Sorry.
0: This guys, this was so serious, and you had to ruin it. What is wrong with you guys?
4: No, that's
3: wonderful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't do you this. get. You said don't be racist at the beginning, I and know. now
3: you're being racist. I was about to say, I guess it we should accident. say
4: that. Like I'm mixed, because so,
3: like, like it's just divorce. Wait, just hang voices. on, <laughs> hang on.
4: Just you, we, me, and Megan are mixed. <laughs> You just look whiter than most.
1: I know. I had a friend who was like, "You are the widest out of all your siblings." And I was like, <laughs> Thank you. "I've said that <laughs> since the day I met you." I know. <laughs> I know.
3: Hey. Yeah. Okay. I met
0: a... you and I was like, "What the? That's f- <laughs> my sister." No, the fuck it is not.
3: <laughs>
1: and then it's funny because, like, you know, when people see the five of us, they're like, "There's no way." And meaty, then you, meaty, and then meaty, you see mom and dad, right? And then you see mom and dad, and you're like. Oh, I get it. It's like their own moment. That light bulb goes off and you're like it all makes sense
3: to is That
4: is like the whitest person you can be, like ginger and like really pale skin and yeah. like freckles Literally. and blue eyes. Yeah. And like
3: and can't long. be cannot
1: be in the sun. For like middle of July will put a towel over his
4: head and make his own little like umbrella from the sun.
1: It, yeah. Fully clothed head to toe, long sleeve jeans. Like you cannot be in a sense. Saw this man
4: at the Saw this man at the pool, pool side like this, because he can't get burned. <laughs> and then there's mom.
1: <laughs> and then the five of us, yeah. And then like when people say the five of us, they're just like <laughs> I
0: always I, I always say, all of you look related besides Caitlin. Yeah. Oh god. Um, I, I met all of you and I was like we get in the car i'm like you sure <laughs> And she's like what i'm like you sure she's like yeah we I grew think... up together and i'm like yeah but like what's the hospital where were we at at this point in time
3: i
1: feel like we all look the same but i don't know we're just like different variations of it
3: i the toner feel like ran out.
4: i feel it like it really
1: did it like starts with caitlin and then it ends with megan yeah the toner ran out <laughs> and i just feel like when people see a picture of mom and dad they're just like oh I mean, it just, like, mm. all of it snaps together and everything. Mm. Especially, like,
4: mom and dad's wedding photo.
0: Oh, my yeah, God, yes. Yeah, that one. The first photo I ever saw of your father, <laughs> have you guys ever seen Reno 911? Stop oh, it,
1: yeah. right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do not. I'm pretty
0: sure she has that photo somewhere around here still. And I was like, oh, my God. I think she was, she was in college, so that she was in her, like, her dorm room and I was yeah. over there. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, what? I'm like is your father Lieutenant, Dangle? <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant like, wait, Dangle? Wait, Lieutenant who? Dangle? Oh. He, is the, he is like, he runs like Reno 911. You have to, God damn it, Megan. <laughs> New boot goofing, and you don't even... Uh, he needs to
1: get that tattooed on himself. God damn it, Megan. <laughs> I'm going
0: to. I'm going to. That's, that's my catchphrase, if anything ever <laughs> oh, exists. When,
4: whenever Megan is around.
0: Yeah, yep.
4: God damn it, God damn it, Megan. Megan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, back to the task.
3: <laughs> All right, back
0: to back to Kelsey's conundrum corner. Yes.
1: Right,
4: okay. <laughs> the relationship you have with your parents from a young age affects you when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what anybody says about it.
0: Oh, no, 100%.
4: Because I love my mother so, so dearly now as an adult.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Except for when I was like 14, she kind of just like... Gave up, <laughs>
0: kicked you out of the nest. And just, uh, I, yes, <laughs> like let you fly. well, didn't
4: kick her out, but just like,
0: <clears throat> but yeah, no, but essentially, she just like, like
4: stopped being a parent. It was like right there, just, just mm-hmm. was done.
0: I feel the same way about your mom and my mom.
4: <laughs> and I remember being in high school, and all of my friends' parents were just like everywhere, helping out at football games, soccer games. They. We had a group of parents who were there every single weekend, including like the marching band show at six in the morning. They were all there helping us set up. And like my parents never came to any of those things. They went to like my concerts, but then they would leave in the middle once I was done. (laughs) Damn. And all of those things, my mom wonders why I don't talk to her as much as I should. Yep.
0: By the way, your sister hates it. This was the hottest she's ever been.
4: Right <laughs> here. What? Right here. The hottest? Yes.
0: And personally, my, per- my personal opinion, I oh think she's the most attractive kind of woman on the planet. But this time frame right there, perfect. Also,
1: I think the time frame for me was the hottest I've ever been. Me too. But I was also 18. <laughs>
4: oh
0: God, like, I had just gotten married. She talks trained. a lot of shit about it. Nice. She yells at me all the time about it. That right there...
1: Caitlin, you're hot all the time.
2: <laughs> Caitlin, you are
1: hot all the time. Girl. She doesn't
0: listen to me. She doesn't believe me. But I tell her all the time. Oh,
2: we'll have to have her on the show
0: sometimes. She did, she won't. I've been trying. <laughs> we'll get but, her. Uh, no, and I, I feel that I feel the same way. Um,
4: like like the way Megan was raised and the way I was raised, mm-hmm. completely different childhoods. Like mm-hmm. I remember one time Caitlin was like, "We have really authoritarian parents," and I'm like. You do? We? When did that happen?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Completely different. Had the exact same parents, but we mm-hmm. didn't. When, like, for
0: when reason. when I was a kid, um, they were real strict, and then I hit like twelve, and then I could just disappear for time, and like it would, I would get back, and I get yelled at, but like nothing ever changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, by the time this, I'm almost positive, 99.5% positive. The reason that I had a kid so young is because my parents were just like, <laughs> fuck off. You need to do better in school, but, like, we don't give a shit where you're at as long as you're here when it's time to go to bed. I'm like, okay. So, like, I'm just gonna run in Gallivant Town. Never went to fucking school. Like, literally, I would sit there, we'd sit there at dinner, and it'd be like, you know, the school would call your son Jacob Carlson, it didn't, it, uh, was absent for period one, period two, period three, period four, and we're like sitting there eating pork chops, <laughs> like staring at each other, period seven, period nine. And was, they would hang up, and it got to the point where they would just like look at me and go, He didn't go to school today? And I'm like, No, oh,
2: damn. I'd have been in so much fucking trouble.
0: <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna make it. As <laughs> I hard. also
1: would have been in so much trouble. See,
4: and that's the thing is that <laughs> I wouldn't have been. Megan and Caitlin, uh, they hid from mom. That they snuck out to Independence.
1: Oh man, that's a good story. We got to get <laughs> Ms- Caitlin on Missouri. Here to tell no, 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 Iowa. Oh man, that's no, a good story. No,
0: no, Missouri. No, Iowa.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it was independent. That's a good. Mm-hmm. They, that was a good night. They snuck out to
4: Independence, right? Wait, don't say it because no, I. No, wanted- I'm not. I'm just going to say that, like, they kept that a secret from mom because mom would have their ass, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I walked out the front door at three in the morning and I wasn't back for two days and she didn't notice.
0: Oh, didn't say a fucking word. <laughs> didn't oh say a word. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Holy shit.
4: We were like 18, it was our senior year, and we just went to Kansas City, a couple of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have been legit dead. I would have been... I left. I would not be sitting here.
0: <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm the cliche meme where I was sleeping in a fucking cornfield with a ball of UV blue. That was my entire high school. It is like, I had to pretend I was going to school during the week. But I was sitting there hanging out with my fucking buddies playing Final Fantasy fucking 10. Fucking hate that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking doing drugs and drinking and shit. And then we'd go to like the sandbar on the Fridays after we stole like two thirty packs of Keystone. Hell yeah. No one gave a shit. No one gave a shit where I was at at any point in time. I just was running the fucking town. I'm lucky I didn't get fucking arrested. I really didn't sure. think I was gonna make it this far. <laughs> Fuck. Definitely did not. <laughs>
4: but it like, <coughs> the relationship you have with your parents fucks you up. Megan and mom are real close. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm
4: not that close with mom. Mm-hmm.
0: I just I Ooh. just spoke to my mom the other night when my dad comes to town, um, that I want to like sit down and have a conversation. I'm like, I'm not gonna be pointing fingers or anything or. Blaming anybody, but I was wanting to clear the fucking air of like how I feel, how you feel. Like let's let's get this shit out because we can. E- I can either keep feeling this way, and you guys just continue on doing whatever you're doing, or we can all come together and hopefully make our relationships better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. it's smart. That taking me a lot of years to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Justin.
4: <laughs> I hate. That everything just takes time. And that's like all you can say.
3: Mm-hmm. When
4: will this get better? I don't know. It just takes time. That's such a shitty answer to give because, like, I want a date. I want a date <laughs> I can look forward to <laughs> when things are going to get better. Say, Not just, it's going to take time. I'm that's the, tism. <laughs> that's down yeah.
0: the spectrum.
4: That's Listen.
2: the
0: realest answer you
3: can get. Not Honestly, that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast.
1: That's a whole other day, time. A little, little <laughs> touch of the tizzle. i throw shit at you.
2: <laughs> that's what they say. Nothing heals. It just gets covered by time. There's, there's no... Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't necessarily believe that. I think over time, it just starts... You, you just grow a little stronger to it. You just grow a little, you have a little more resilience, you know, towards it yeah. as time goes on um, from whatever, like, whatever traumatic event or, you know, things like that. So not,
4: it gets better over time, but you get better over exactly. time.
1: Exactly. Like, you just get stronger, you get better, you figure out coping mechanisms, things like that. Like, I think that's what it is. Um,
2: better, faster, stronger. Makes
3: sense.
2: Yeah. Um, I fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> this shit's off, I'm over, I'm done, I
3: quit.
0: <laughs> I to find somebody else.
2: We're hitting the one hour mark. You guys wanna keep on going? Everybody comfortable Everybody Or do we room? wanna
0: roll into our secondary episode of our random drunk thoughts?
2: Oh we can.
1: <clears throat> no, I have a little more to say. Oh,
0: oh that's fine.
1: Perfect.
2: <laughs> I open. do
0: have to pee though, so
2: Yeah, like, let's take a quick break. A break?
5: Hi, I'm Trevor Moore. Did you know that it's illegal to say I want to kill the president of the United States of America? It's illegal. It's a federal offense. It's one of the only sentences that you're not allowed to say. Now, it was okay for me to say it right then because I was just telling you that it's illegal to say I want to kill the president of the United States of America. I'm not actually saying it. I'm just letting you know that it's illegal to say that. It's kind of like a public service. I'm letting you know so that you don't accidentally go out and say something like that. Um, But what's interesting is that it's, it's very illegal to say, I really, really think someone out there should kill the president of the United States of America. That's illegal. Extremely illegal. Very, very illegal. But not illegal to say with a mortar launcher because that's its own sentence. It's an incomplete sentence, but it may have nothing to do with the sentence before that. So that's perfectly fine, perfectly legal. I also found out that it's incredibly illegal, extremely illegal to go on television and say something like, the best place to fire a mortar launcher at the White House would be from the roof of the Rockefeller Hewitt building because of minimal security and you'd have a clear line of sight to the president's bedroom. Insanely illegal ridiculously, recklessly, insanely illegal, yet even more illegal to show an illustrated diagram. Insanely illegal, ridiculously, horribly felonious, because they will come to your house in the middle of the night and they will lock you up extremely against the law. Uh, One thing that is technically legal to say is that we have a group that meets Fridays at midnight under the Brooklyn Bridge, and the password is Six Emperor Tyrannus. All right, now that
0: our bladders are full and drinks are empty, now wait a minute. Bladders <laughs> are empty and drinks are full. Drinks yeah, you are you full. drinks are full. Right. Go,
2: All right. So Megan, uh, you were gonna say something. So um, I was. Voice, so... I hope she forgot.
1: No, I didn't forget. Because it haunts my everyday life. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> um. So one of the things we were talking about is, you know, men having issues with mental health, and you know, and it goes back for. You know generations right. and one thing i was going to add to that was that i think that um so 18 months ago I had a baby and i don't think postpartum mental health is talked about enough Ooh. um and i didn't really know what it. i didn't really know what it was um you know when i got pregnant um, i'm divorced now but i was married when i was pregnant and, um, <laughs> uh, you know, they have a lot of classes about breastfeeding and pain management when giving birth and, you know, how to take care of a baby and all this stuff. But one thing they don't talk about is the potential of the worst hormone crash that anyone could ever experience after you have a baby. Um, and I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't prepared for it at all. Um, a little piece of me haunts the hallways of that hospital because I will never be able to get it back. I don't think I'm the same person that I was the day before I gave birth and I don't think I'll ever get that, you know, part oh, wow. of me back. Um, oh, shit. And so one thing I think that kind of goes back to that generational time is that, you know, women were kind of, you know, just like how men were meant to hunt and protect and feed you know their family one thing that women were supposed to do were gather and raise babies and have babies and breastfeed them and make it look so flawless and easy and it's not like that um and so I kind of think they go hand in hand a little bit um you know I even I think our mom like so the next generation up you know our parents you know our moms they didn't know or how or they probably didn't think that they were able to, you know, kind of come out after having a baby and saying, like, hey, I'm struggling. Like, I don't know what's going on with me. I can't help but cry every day and things like that. And so I I think postpartum kind of, like, changed me a little bit. I think it kind of changed my brain chemistry. And, and I don't think I'll ever be the same person that I was, you know, before I had kids or before I had a baby. And so, like, I, that's one thing I don't think is also, you know, mental health as a whole, I don't think is talked about enough, but that specific part, because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say it's like, you know, it kind of outshines everything else, but it's just such a specific group of people who only experience that. Like, obviously men don't experience that, or, mm-hmm. you know, women who don't have kids, you know, or have never been pregnant or never have given birth you know, they're never going to experience that. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's, like, a very specific group of, of people. And it's just one of those things that I don't think is talked about enough. And I think it's, like, one of those things that should be, like, you know, as you go through pregnancy and they talk about breastfeeding and, you know, pain management during labor and, you know, what's going to happen and all this stuff. I think that's one thing that should be a class in its own is, like, hey, you might struggle a lot and you might cry every single day and your mental health might literally start deteriorating Mm -hmm. the second you have your child. And, you know, you're supposed to be in this newborn bliss of like, oh, they, you know, they're so little and, and, you know, soak up that time. But, you know, when I had Jasper, I don't remember because I was so clouded by anxiety and depression that...
2: It's okay. It's a lot. Definitely take a second.
1: I was so clouded by anxiety and depression that I don't remember when he was a little baby. Mm. You know, I only have, you know, the pictures to go back on and, you know, I feel like I was robbed of his newborn stage in life because...
2: Are you talking, like, in the hospital during, like, no, right like, after delivery? No, or like, really?
1: like, after. Like, after, oh, like, going home. And, okay. And, you know, I don't remember what, you know, I don't remember when he was super little.
2: You were affected that much? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm so sorry.
0: Well, I mean, I don't need to interject, but okay. um, that's where you, you hear the stories of, like, mom's...
1: Oh, kid. yeah, killing their kids. You know, yeah, do you, you know. You remember that story of that one lady who killed both, I don't know if it was two or three kids. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm not saying that it's right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I kind of understand. Right, right. I just understand it. Mm-hmm. And I have felt no desire to kill myself or mm-hmm. kill my son. But, like, and again, I'm not saying it's right. I just say I understand. I kind of understand where mm-hmm. she's coming from. Mm-hmm. And the poor, you know, like, you know, the system that we have failed that mother. Mm-hmm. You know, babies have checkups at, we had a checkup for Jasper at two days, two weeks, two months, four months, six months, eight months. Why aren't moms being checked that often? We, I had a post, I just had a six month postpartum checkup and that's all I had. Mm-hmm. I know I, I was able to go in a little bit just because I had I did tear during birth and so I was able to go in and get my stitches checked. But you know she checked me physically; she didn't check me mentally. Right. You know they Ooh. do check you mentally at six month mu- or six your six week you know checkup, but you know what if moms don't know what they're mm-hmm. experiencing? You know mm-hmm. what if they're scared? And when I had my six week checkup. I didn't even say anything until I checked out. I said something to the receptionist. I didn't even say anything to my doctor. And so the receptionist like went and got my doctor and put me back in the room like, you know, if I didn't have the guts to say something to the receptionist, you know, you know, there might be other moms who don't say anything at all. Right. And they leave you know without the help and the medication that they might need to mm-hmm. to
0: get yeah. through to get through it yeah because I, be- I believe you hear um like horror stories from kids like how their mom was when they were growing up and i wonder if it stems up stems from a lot of like stress from postpartum depression when the fact of like because i mean like some people make their way through it and some people can't. Oh and yeah. They and there's
1: definitely moms out there who who get through it, who mm. don't get affected at all. Mm-hmm. You know, they you know, they have their babies and they come home and they're not affected at all. And it's mm. like if you're like that Count your blessings, right? Because you are maybe like in the two percent of the people who don't get affected when they have babies. Mm -hmm. Two percent, really? I don't know if that's it, but I mean, like, (laughs) I'm fucking facts. (laughs) Skewing lies. Oh, that was horrifying. Show
2: fake, fake, misinformation. But like,
1: if it's, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm assuming it's a small amount. Like, it's gotta be. It's, it's a small amount of women who don't get. Affected by those postpartum hormones, that it's like if you are one of the black, like if, what's it like to be God's favorite? Because right. you, you, you don't know. I mean, you don't know, like, we can have a conversation after that, it's pretty nice. Yeah, you know, being God's right.
3: favorite, <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not <laughs> favorite, so, so.
1: but it's, that's another thing that's you know, like, again, it's just one of those things that, like, it's a specific group of people. And you know, only women who have had babies like they know what it's like after you know having kids, and it's like <clears throat> people who are like one and done. It's like you know some you know some people go into their marriages or whatever they're like, oh, I want two or three kids. They have one kid, and they're like, that's it. Like mm-hmm. I'm never having any more kids. It's because my mental health can't handle it. You know, it's you know would I want to have more? You know, sure. Of course, you know, you know, if you want to have kids I and, mean, you know, you want to be a mother and you love being a mother, you know, of course you want more kids, but it's like, your kids deserve a happy mother. Mm-hmm. You cannot keep just having kids and, like, your mental health is just deteriorating one kid after another.
0: Gross. For sure.
3: Oh. I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> You can't throw that at me, like, that's not fair.
2: No, thank you for sharing. I wasn't aware of the impact of that so heavily. I'm sure that takes a piece of of any woman who has a child. It just takes a chunk out of them, you know? Any person that has a child? Person. Come on. All person right. Person that has a child? Whole nother podcast. Person.
3: It really is.
2: Person <laughs> that
0: has a child. We're not going to fight about it, God damn it. All right. it's yeah, well, a
2: very good story. Thank you for sharing. Now that's... that Megan
0: finally shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That was so mean. That was pretty
0: mean, even for our podcast.
2: Whatever.
1: Jacob's been bullying me since what? <laughs> Day <four>? A
2: decade. <laughs> yeah,
4: a
3: decade. A very... a, damn, that's a, a really... decade.
4: A really been that long. Yeah, I it turned... took you a long time to marry my sister. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Try how That goes.
0: Okay, I struggled a little bit. Give me some credit. Okay, I'm better now.
2: Kelsey, would you like the floor to say your piece? And then we'll just kind of steer towards the end of the well, podcast. Well, no.
0: No. Mm, shut the fuck up. Okay. All right. Um, so, you, your career is you are a sexual assault advocate.
1: Did you have to look at my business card? Yeah, no. It? I just want to make
0: sure I'm saying it right.
1: No, you're right. Don't worry. I just figured out how to say it the right way the other I day. I want to make
0: sure I'm saying it right. You're right. We kept, we kept this up here at your business card just for this <laughs> <application>. <laughs> We're not supposed to let people know we're reading off cue cards. I'm reading off all the cue cards. Um, <laughs> no,
1: don't worry. Literally, the other day, I said it right for the first time. How long have you been there? Six months. Yeah, yeah and I just figured out how to say the right way.
0: So, um, you're a sexual abuse resource advocate for... What What? What are you doing? Who are you sexually abused?
2: Yeah, let's
4: mm-hmm. talk about that.
0: That was going to sound real bad. Let's
4: cut that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, who,
0: who, who are you helping? Who are you working with?
4: Sexual abuse victims. Where? No, sorry. that's
1: not the word. Geographically. Abuse, assault? No, I thought it was you advocate for sexual I abuse. I am. i survivors, not victims. Oh, I'm so
4: sorry. She's right. Oh, they're, okay, okay. They're, they're survivors. Megan's right. Okay,
3: okay. okay. <laughs> we just want to make sure that I we're I corrected clear. her on this the other day, so okay. now she's getting back at me. Ah, ah well done. Here's Perry. the
4: thing when you're working with um, populations who don't know. It's easier to say victims rather than survivors because they're going to know who it is. Right. Because when you say survivors, they're going to be like, oh, they survived? Like, they're, they're not dead?
3: <gasps> mm.
4: It's very, yeah, it's, they're survivors, yes. Okay.
0: okay. Well, where's your demographic?
4: Um, Story County.
0: Where, where is Mo? Okay, okay.
4: Ames, Ames. And
0: and, and who are the pe- what? What age group are these people?
4: They're they're all ages. I just okay. help anybody. Where do,
0: where time. does where do you spend most of your time dealing with?
4: A- anybody. God I-
0: damn it. <laughs> ISU you, you, at the. Uh,
4: I do ISU. I, I have know. a person who's fifty. I have a person who's thirteen. I have a person who's but like, five. But like,
0: but like I've heard oh. you spoke speak about the ISU like campus police a lot. So, my apologies. <laughs> I, I thought we were more focusing on that. My, my bad.
4: Oh! My bad. Do you want me to talk about, like, the military thing?
0: I just want you to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, let's try to keep... It's my podcast. I'll cry if I want let's to. Let's
2: try to keep locations and stuff at a, somewhat of a minimum <laughs> for now. I, you, know. you
4: interrupted him like you knew what you were going to be talking about. And, and I don't have know, any no idea.
3: idea
0: the- I don't have any idea. I don't have any idea. Okay, well, college students is more mainly what you deal with or is it just in a college town?
4: It's it's just in a college town. Okay, my I I deal with anybody in the county.
0: Okay, fantastic. I'll fuck off then. So, how about we would
2: would you like to explain what maybe would be a typical day for you or is there something in particular that you would like to kind of share about this kind of a process that you go through with other people?
4: Okay, so <clears throat> I don't have the same Sorry. <laughs> i don't have the same day to day, so asking what i do every day i don't know it's lying by the seat of my pants yeah literally i got you so um a lot of my time is spending time talking to my clients people who are survivors of sexual assault
3: okay um
4: a lot of it is check-ins how are you doing because one day somebody can be completely fine they're on top of the world they showered, they ate, they went to work, they smiled, they laughed, had the best day ever, and then the next person hasn't gotten out of bed in five days. So a lot of it is doing Ooh. a lot of check-ins. Okay. And court stuff. I'm. What's really cool about having an advocate, and everybody should have an advocate, if going through domestic violence or sexual assaults, I should just add that, is that in Iowa, we're allowed to be places where other support systems can't be because we're confidential under Iowa law. Mm. So if somebody is a survivor of sexual assault, I can be in the police <coughs> report while a parent can't. Things like that. So okay. it's really beneficial to have an advocate. Um, as for me, I work with everybody of any age in all of our service areas. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, it's a mix of the people I work with. There's not one certain demographic I work with.
2: Of course. Anyone can be affected by...
4: Right. Okay.
2: Yeah. I understand. Hmm. So what... What would you say would be a positive outcome to what you're providing for these people? what What is your main goal for trying to get through... Are you trying to help these people get through their situation? Are you trying to get them in the right direction to getting help with what they need for the whatever it is they're going through like what exactly
4: so that's a good question
2: (laughs) i'm just curious no no it is
4: a good question um so my job starts at the very beginning when okay if they get sexually assaulted and they go to the hospital or police station to report it okay that's when my job can start
2: okay it
4: starts at the very beginning for when they do that so like um if somebody were to go into the hospital for a forensic exam a rape kit i could be there in the hospital room with them i guided them through it i provide support make sure they know that they're not alone things like that okay um so it starts very at the very beginning right there um and it can last as long as they want it to so if they want there to be like a full-blown trial i'm there from the beginning to the end of the trial if they only want to do like Paperwork for a no-contact order, and that's all they want done. I'm there until as long as they need me, really. Okay. Um, So it really just depends person-to-person what they want. But my job is to make sure that they feel comfortable in expressing what they want and me empowering them to do what they want and not think about other people. Because, like, a lot of the times, people influence people. So it's really hard to figure out what a single person wants and not what the people in their lives want. Mm. They're going to influence them heavily.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I see. Very interesting. Is there anything about your position that's impacted you on a personal level negatively or maybe positively? Is there anything you'd like to
3: share on that One kind thing of... I've
1: always loved about when... I don't know, when I talk about Kelsey, I'm extremely proud of her. Okay. And so... (laughs) And so, um, one of the things is that if I would not be able to emotionally handle the position that she's in, I could not imagine being strong for somebody who has been sexually assaulted. The only thing that I... If someone were to come to me and be like, I was sexually assaulted, the only thing I could do with them is cry. Right. There's no way I'd be able to emotionally process that. So I'm very proud of Kelsey for being able to be mentally and emotionally strong for someone who had to go against something against their will. I just cannot imagine the absolute emotional hell that would be.
3: Oh, so no.
1: I'm very proud of her for that.
4: It, it, It's very, very difficult because. To a lot of my clients, I say, when we go to counseling sessions, this hour, I I hold on to your grief with you. Like, it can be just, like, a little less because I can hold on to it with you. And Megan's right. Not a lot of people can do that. It,
1: it's rough. It would oh. take a special person.
0: It's very emotionally taxing. Special special person's Kelsey. So, I mean... <laughs> It's and very I,
3: admirable. I,
0: I don't know if she'll say it, but I have I will definitely say that since she's taken this position, she has definitely uh, been able to uh, stand up a lot more for how she feels and how she says what she says, how it needs to be. Like, there, uh, there's, uh, it's a fuck you, <laughs> I'm saying this, and this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need that, you know? Sometimes oh, yeah. You, uh, um, do that.
2: People need that.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Especially when they're in that position. Oh, yeah, for sure. They aren't strong in that moment, and they need someone to advocate for them. And so it takes a very special person to be able to do that. Mm
4: -hmm. You're going to make me cry.
1: (laughs) I'm proud. Well, and then,
0: you know, I heard around the water cooler that...
1: (laughs) A little birdie told me. <laughs> that's what that's uh, her, office I, I us. Yeah,
0: it was on a memo. Okay. Um,
4: this gum is ass.
0: What kind of gum is it? The one in your cabinet. Oh, that's caffeine gum, you asshole.
1: L-O-L.
4: Oh,
0: our next sponsor, hopefully. Maybe you should read the fucking packet. It, it don't taste good, but it'll give you the juice. Dumb
1: bitch 101. No. <laughs> uh, so 8 30, the night fine. is young. You're, you're
0: fine. Um
4: <laughs> Okay, relax. We'll go out for drinks. Maybe it won't leave me alone. <laughs> probably.
0: Um, so to my understanding is you have piqued the interest of I would, would I say company or whatever about um an idea that you had.
4: Yes, okay. So <clears throat> I have this idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sarah's was trying to figure out the best way to start
2: this.
4: (laughs) Okay, I figured it out. So when I first came to the company, um, the person who was in the role I'm in now was like training me while she kind of like went out the door. And she said to find something that um, sparks your passion, something that you can become, that can become your niche. So like the person before, her niche was like human trafficking. So she went to like summits, coalitions things like that for human trafficking so i was thinking about mine and i think i discovered it like day three if i ask Caitlin about it she'll know Mm
3: -hmm.
4: um that i wanted to do something i had no idea what about um sexual assault in the military because i was thinking about um that soldier vanessa guillen Mm -hmm. and that so much must be happening behind the scenes because this is the first time I'm ever hearing about anything happening like that in the military.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And that was like in 2017. It'd been a long time. And then, surprisingly, haven't heard anything else since. Yeah. It's a very hushed, hushed topic. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to shut the fuck up about the it.
0: The government doesn't like showing their ass. Yeah, they so. Got
4: I'm not going to shut up about it. And my first mindset was that this is all happening 45 minutes away from the nearest VA. And the VA offers like military sexual trauma, um, like therapists, people who specialize exactly in that, support groups, resources, things like that. Mm -hmm. The ones closest to me are 45 minutes away.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: And we live in a town where it's a lot of public transportation, a lot of buses. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to get from this one town to to 45 minutes away when you don't have a car Mm -hmm. so my idea was to do something with that Mm -hmm. to have a place in the county we're in where uh, veterans can come and get support resources talk about how um
1: sexual trauma in the military has affected them Mm -hmm. pause are you talking about like military and military or just like Huh? It happening to a military person, like in like, the, actually in during like, the service, like uh, or hang hang just happen like to a mili- like a military personnel sexually assaulting another military personnel, or just it happening to somebody in the military. I mean, or I, both.
4: I guess it could be both, but I guess I was more focused on it happening in the military, it like military personnel like, versus both. personnel. Yes, okay. because.
1: I was just making sure. It's a a closed society. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: The military society is not the same as civil society. They do things completely differently.
1: And I think that, um, and I'm a huge, huge advocate and supporter of the military. And I do believe that is something that is very hushed. You know, if it happens, if it's reported, it's not blown up as if it was happening to civilians, Mm -hmm. you know, per se. I and I do I, I do agree with that. You know, I guess you don't really know how often it happens because it is so hush. Yeah, um, and I and I do believe that the army again. I'm a huge advocate for it. I'm a huge supporter. They supported our entire lives. Exactly, literally, exactly. No, no literally. I no, mean, our dad being so in good. the military, like
4: it supported our the lives. reason we're
1: here is because of the military. Mm-hmm. Um, Doesn't. Is it only
0: you, or do you have dual citizenship also? We both I do. do. Too. You both do. Yeah, we in do. Germany. In Germany. Yeah, in yeah. Germany. Is there uh, a born nice. fucking base? Yeah. Okay. So yes,
1: mm-hmm. uh, technically we're both German citizens too. But anyways, so then we here get You
0: <laughs> <then we, laughs> guys get the fuck out of here. This place is going to
1: shit very fast. Please well, I'm just saying. Go like, away. I'm just saying, like, if we things do, can. I'm on the I next flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're
3: on our way. Honestly,
4: literally tickets in hand i swear to god like, I'm out of here go. literally fucking this is what i've been saving up for in case things go to shit i am out we're already <laughs> going to shit we're already <laughs>
0: going to shit <laughs> but
4: when, you know there's gonna be a certain point where you're like who <laughs> all right and, and to, then you can catch us on the next flight like, to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hell just yeah. it's, it there's gonna become a like light switch moment when you're like alright we have we have to resort to plan B at this point
0: I, I was actually asked someone this the other day like what point in time that something's happening in your country did you become a refugee when do, when do you finally flee when the shit hits the face I
4: ask that question all the time I, like how bad does America have to be before America steps in because we're being treated so poorly Oof. Well, uh,
0: wait a minute that's not fair Everything will be bombed, everyone will be shot, and then they'll bring us scraps and be like, look, we saved you guys. Hey, hey, guys, look, we saved America, you know? Here's a vaccine.
3: (laughs) Stop it. Oh, my God,
1: stop it. And not only do you have a vaccine, there's like six different steps to it. (laughs) For it to be like fully effective.
0: I got the one shitty, the one shot shitty one that no one actually wanted. The Johnson and Johnson. You, oh hell yeah, I did. <laughs> only because I spent fucking like four hundred dollars on taking tickets uh, for tickets to take oh, your sister yeah. to that fucking Shen Yun show.
4: Oh my gosh.
0: China dancing before communism. Yeah, the only reason I got my COVID vaccination was to go to that fucking show. Holy shit! Oh, damn, yeah. Funny. If she doesn't think I love her, she's fucking blind and yeah, <laughs> God damn it.
4: Not
0: just blind, blind and deaf. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I be doing But no, that I mean that's I think that's awesome. I, because I, it really, it really is. You're right. It's such a close knit society because we're all military. But it's they just brush everything under the rug, and then you end up in such a,
1: and I, in such a
0: terrible situation. And Shut up, Megan. And I don't want to say. God damn it, Megan.
1: And I don't want to say that. I hate you guys. And I don't want to say that. Like. <laughs> You know, and I, you know, when someone's sexually assaulted, I don't want to say that the army doesn't care about them. I think the uh-huh. army wants to put up a good front of, like, we need people to join. You know,
0: can I have every, can, can I, can I, can I only counter your argument? Sure. Um, I don't think they give a single fucking dog shit about any of those people, not a single fucking bit. When that happens, it doesn't mean anything to them, it just means that they have to, like, make it so it doesn't get out to the public.
1: And I and I just think that the army just wants to put up a good front, you know, but they're, of being, front, like, a good organization. The front
0: is letting it happen until someone know, dies and, and then they can't find I, their body, and, and all of a I sudden,
1: wow. That. And I understand that. And go? I also think it goes off of, like, putting up a good front for, like, you know, when they do go off, you know, and they are deployed and they come back and we have a, an entire platoon of Men and women who are completely different people because they just witnessed the worst of the worst, mm-hmm. you know, and they're now traumatized, and they have all these different things going on with them. Um, you know, I don't. You know, that should be one of the first things that are taught. You know, oh, like mm-hmm. if you want to deploy, you have to be mentally stable. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to be able to go to you know wherever overseas, and you have to be able to do this, this, and this, and you need to come back, and you. You know, and you might not be the same person that, you know, we sent over there. You're going to come back, and you're going to be completely different to your wife and your kids. And your job's going to be different. Your whole life's going to be different. You're not going to be able to sleep at night. You're not going to be able to hear loud noises. All this and this and this. Then
0: they wouldn't have anyone to
1: to Exactly. So I'm just saying that they're putting... They're almost putting up a front. And I want... And that's coming from somebody who is a huge supporter of every single person who serves. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you served for a, a year or you made it your whole life, and you're a three-star general, I don't I'm, care. I,
0: I know some, some people.
1: I'm going to interject. I'm just... You both have good points. <laughs> See, it's funny because Jacob is very left-leaning, and I'm more right-leaning, and it's just a very fun dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the word I'm going to put on it, it's very fun. Well said. <laughs> the thing is, is that Megan's right. You're both
4: right, is the thing. Mm-hmm. You're just arguing really different points just yeah. against each other for some fucking reason <laughs> because it's fun it's fun, exciting. It's fun. Exactly. because if you because,
0: because if you've had mentally mentally sound people to be able to join the military they wouldn't join the military that's why they're mentally sound
4: megan's right um mm-hmm. the military is putting up a front
1: yes we I can do this that. and that. We can pay for your college. Legend. We can pay for your health care. And can, you will never... in your great. housing a fun time. And your housing and your food and your wife will always be covered and so will your but, kids. But you'll, you but you'll just, live then, in the barracks
0: unless you get married. So right. marry that girl you met three weeks ago
4: for yeah, two, for two minutes. And then, and then you get there mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're a number. Mm-hmm. You don't matter. You get sexually assaulted and then killed and chopped up and suddenly... We don't know who this person is. It was is.
0: an accident. We don't know what
4: happened. <coughs> right. Exactly.
3: <Sorry.
1: coughs> I'm dying. Okay. You're fine. I promise.
4: It's that. You're, you're both right. I just don't know why you're fighting because... You're not even fighting the point. Why have you been fighting for Be- the last decade?
0: Because, because Megan likes to say stuff, and I just like to stir the pot. Just to, just to get in there and
4: dig real deep and, and just just say things. I like that Larson just...
1: I, he's got a pee. It. It's, it's his disease, okay? You can't make fun of him for it. I'm gonna. I just think the dynamic Jacob and I are just... It's fun and exciting and new. It's... And, yeah new yeah it's new and exciting and fun i didn't know
4: that a 10 year old was new
3: <laughs> you know
4: yeah it's just new and exciting and fun you know?
0: I, th- I think you finally realized that i'm fucking with you and i think that's what changed oh my god
1: there's the longest time probably from like year six to eight where i was like is he serious <laughs> does he hate me <laughs> i was like i cannot tell you fuck with me so hard that mm-hmm. I cannot tell sometimes. I'm like, he's 100% serious. <laughs> or he's 100% bullshitting me. Oh. And I, there was a long time where I was just like, I can't tell.
0: Yeah, I was just fucking with you. Fuck you and your diabetes.
1: I just had to
3: pee.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh huh.
0: Because talking. Yeah. You yes. literally got
4: up in the middle of my sentence and I'm kind of offended.
0: Oh no, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I was I listening from the bathroom. I'm calling HR.
4: <laughs> Hostile working
0: yep right
4: here great
0: <laughs> well I mean I think I think we've gone on for quite a bit oh fuck we're almost at an hour and four yeah, minutes hour and a
2: half Yikes. so is there is there any anything else anyone wants to cover no okay well thank you guys so much this has been a great episode I hope that this helps anybody out there who just needs to hear this needs to have some light shed on information like this anyone who's experienced anything like Megan has with uh post-traumatic stress disorder or whatever that is
4: (laughs) (laughs) postpartum pregnancy
2: (laughs) (laughs) anything like that uh the whole basis of this episode was obviously mental health we hope that this helps you in one way or another uh just seek help talk to somebody there's plenty of resources out there i'm sure right um just get a hold of anybody you need to we've we've said this before and you know we've been down this road with our experience in the past of this show. Uh, we just thank you for listening. Like I said, this was a special episode. Thank you, Carl, as always, for being here. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Kelsey. We appreciate you guys being guests on here. Uh, thank you for listening. Let's Talk Not. Uh, if there's anything you'd like to say, let's talk not at yahoo.com. Probably soon to be gmail.com.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bully you into making we,
2: a Gmail. <laughs> we will keep you posted. Um, so, is that it, everybody? That's it. All right, that thank you for D. listening. Let's talk not. This is for D, and we will talk to you guys again soon. Thank you. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. you later.